Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes, his name is Bricky, and we are going to be talking about 40k Warhammer. Butchered that, don't care, rolling with it. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous, where you can get access to our Discord, bloopers if they happen, $15 tier, gets all the HD posters you can shake a stick at, and if we hit $20,000, i am going to be doing a fantasy episode on the Skaven for Bricky. Patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. Speaking of the brick, do your thing. My thing, it's me. Hello, everybody. Congratulations for surviving to today, Wednesday. You see, Wednesday is actually a very important day because Wednesday is uh, June 14th is uh, National Flag Day. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's National Flag Day. Like, like it's just flags. It's great. And I always thought Wednesday was a good day for a wedding. Wednesday? That's how I always remembered how to spell it. Yeah, good day for a wedding. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, a white <laughs> wedding. It's a nice day to start again. Yeah, all right, do your yep. thing. We got to do that in an orc voice. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yes, but it's flag day today. So, and as you know, we sell uh, Adeptus Ridiculous flags on the merch store. And so for the next exactly 24 hours to celebrate today, uh, they are 20% off. So, oh, hell uh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to grab yourself a flag for Flag Day, uh, it's 20% off for the next 24 hours. Grab them while they're hot. And if you miss the period, I mean, you can still grab them anyway. And this won't be 25% off or 20% off. Hell so, yeah. Uh, yeah, neato. Let's check that out at orchidate.com. Link in the description. All the merch is down there. Grab it. And also for the book club, we are reading Storm of Iron. Ooh, yeah, a, uh, we are. Apparently, a. a uh, Iron Warrior Sympathizer novel, um, uh-huh. which as far as I am a Night Lord Sympathizer, I have no problems with. <laughs> no problem with chaos. Get a little more chaos in our life. We haven't had enough chaos in the book club lately. It's been a lot of loyalist stuff, you know, and I'm ready. I'm ready for Hanzu to go to be running wild, brother. On brother. Loyalist. Yeah. I want yeah. the cream of the Crap. Yeah, I'm talking Iron Warriors to the top. Yeah. To the top. Ooh, yeah, I'm pointing Ooh. at you. And let me point <laughs> at the Imperium of Mankind. Point at you, President and Emperor. Look, point at you, Robotic. <laughs> anyway. So you're be- super excited about today from I'm what not, I I'm, hear. Okay. I'm not super excited about today. You made it, before this all started, you made it sound like you were just over the moon about today's topic. If you go into a dictionary and you find the word hyperbole, you'd see DK's face on it. What? How so, good sir? How so? I don't need to explain this. (laughs) Um, This, today's topic was actually a recommendation from Shy. Um, Uh Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. if it's <laughs> uh, well, when you when you think of recommendations from Shy, what do you, what do you think it would be? Chaos, heresy, death, destruction, the plague, Nurgle, uh, rotting corpses, uh, flayed flesh, um, shot of tequila. Okay, yeah. I'm actually I'm actually pretty shook how you just you got them all wrong. Think 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 more basic. Oh. Um. Oh, it would be orcs, wouldn't it? 
Of course it would be orcs. Of course it would be orcs. I, oof, boy, I, boy, that's, that's an R slash whoosh if I've ever heard one. Good Lord. Please don't speak of Reddit out loud. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, this was actually a little book that she recommended I read for the episode. Uh, There was not, unfortunately, not a audiobook version of it, but it was about 100 pages, so it really wasn't that bad. I bought it on uh, Kindle on Amazon and just opened up a tab and read the whole thing uh, actually yesterday so I could kind of keep it fresh in my mind. Um, it is written by Mike Brooks, and it is called Da Gobbo's Revenge. Da Gobbo's Revenge. All right. It is a uh, book in the same uh, world, so to speak, of the Brutal Cunning book, because Mike Brooks also wrote the Brutal Cunning uh, book as well. Um, oh, yes. wow. Da Gobbo's Revenge. Oh, that um, is a great cover. It is. So, um, yeah, it's also the guy who wrote War Boss. Um, Mike Brooks, gotta say, got a got a good pulse to the to the orc world. I think uh just his writing style is really fun and silly and stupid, but like that's exactly how it should be because it's orcs. Yeah, um, absolutely. So the story goes like this. Uh, we are currently in the Mech Lord's uh, war uh, <laughs> before Brutal Cunning uh, starts. Okay. And uh, there's even a mention of Uftak in the, in the thing. But there's a, there's a Mech Boy, uh, which is, uh, of course, like the kind of, you know, the Mech people. Yeah. Um, and his name was Claus. K-L-A-W-S. Like and Santa Claus. Claus? No, K-L-A-W-S, like Snip Snip Claws. Oh, boo. Uh, He was an evil son mech, and he happened to have uh, an incident with a custom mega blaster that had him blow both of his hands off, in which he replaced them with power claws on each wrist. Hence the name Claws. Oh, that's, that's, okay. That fits for the orcs. I get it. I I don't love it, but I get it. But he's not particularly good at being a mech boy anymore because he don't got no hands. So instead, he has a gaggle of around eight or so grots that follow him around known as the fingers. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Does he really? <laughs> yes. The main group of grots are called the fingers and the main grot is known as fingwit. <laughs> oh, man, do I love the orcs. Oh man, <laughs> the orcs are just great. <laughs> this is this this is simultaneously the stupidest, funniest, and most amusing thing I've heard this week. I, this is this is as the book goes. So um, Claus is needs help getting things done. So he has all of his uh, his grots, the fingers, uh, do what he wants for him, and they are there about to board a Humi ship. It, with the mech lord's wah and take over the guns and he and he and his grots are going to go and take over the humi guns and turn it against the humies okay sounds so, very orc all right yeah and so uh some of the grots you know he talks about the plan and they'll say that's brilliant they'll never expect to be shot by their own guns and of course claus will say something like course it's brilliant you little git it's the Mech Lord's plan, and the Mech Lord is the greatest brain the orcs ever had. Did I ask your opinion on the Mech Lord's plan? 
So it's a lot Every of that. Every time stuff. you say Demek Lord, all I can hear is Demeki. That's oh, oh, my buddy Demeki. Yeah, that's all I can hear. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of good stuff. It's, there's a lot of good stuff. It's like if you follow me, you'll uh, don't mess this up. They're extra lunch in it for you. And <laughs> what if we do mess it up, boss? Then you will be lunch. Ooh. Classic orc stuff. Classic. So, yep. As they're moving along the ship, making their way through the Humi ship, uh, they're going through all kinds of shenanigans. The boys are running through, killing all the human defenders. And, of course, in the classic case of the orcs, they are very violent, violent creatures. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing is pretty horrifying um, as they're just, like, going through all kinds of bodies. And one of the grots just slips on, like, a pile of blood. And and Claus is like, hey, what, what, what are you doing? You get all kinds of things like those orcs are running through barricades. And it's actually really showing off a pretty good concept of orcs versus humans. Like okay. gaggle of five boys, 10 or 10 boys are charging a human fortification and they're just laying into them with last fire. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, about like eight of the 10 boys go down at, cause they're just, you know, they're running at them, but they're like firing into the orcs. It takes a shitload of shots oh, yeah, to yeah. take out an orc. And only two of them end up making it. But the moment they jump over the barricade, they both clobber like six humans each before yeah. they're finally put down by four or five humans stabbing them with swords and knives. Yeah, I was going to say, if even one orc makes it through, you're probably in for a little bit of trouble. Now, our main character, Fingwit, the main Gretchen <laughs> Grot is uh, got a got a big fan of guns. How his big As dream they do. is sure. His big dream is having a proper gun, though, because he's got his little blaster, his little Grot shitty ass blaster. Mm, I'm assuming it's the one on the cover, that little sort of yeah, a little dinky gun. Thing. Yeah. Big now knife, he though. he would a big knife. That's a big knife. He wanted all kinds of things: a custom mega blaster, or a shooter, or a big shooter, uh, which would probably blow out of his arms, uh, oh, yeah. or a rocket launcher, so he could blow off and take other people's hands from a distance. <laughs> There's all proper kind of, orc stuff. Needs proper more orc stuff. Always. Oh, he loves his DACA. He always needs loves more DACA. And you know, obviously, now most of the book is them talking about grot behavior and how the orcs are always working against the grots and like you do what a, uh, what an orc says, and if you don't, then the orc will crump you. Oh, and yeah. you don't really like you want to be in a fight because fighting is fun, but you don't want to be in a, in a fight on an orc's behest. So you generally try your best to run away from fights because, you know, you're a Gretchen. You're a grot. Yeah. yeah. Chances yeah. are you're going to be used as the weapon by the orc. There's a, a great there's a really funny part about the um at, in the 10th page, which goes like Fingwit, Radak hissed. Yeah. You know how the red ones go faster. It's like, Yeah. <laughs> You suppose that's why Humies bleed so easily? <laughs> There's blood that's really bright red, and their skins ain't tough. So when they get cut, it all runs out real quick. It's like never really thought about it. <laughs> yeah, thinking. that's totally that's 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 some orc shenanigans. Yeah, blood runs fast because clearly it's red, not because you know it's blood. Um, oh, it's. I like that he he started going through like all the different orc clans. Like blood axes might think they were sneakier, and they were undoubtedly were sneakier because sneaky was nothing to be proud of in an orc. And a blood axe grot could slap you in the face and steal your teeth while he was there. 
classic blood axe hating. Mm-hmm. Gotta hate the blood axes, those sneaky. No, those sneaky little gits. Sneaky. Th- I, I was I was trying to think of something to say without swearing and making sure I have to edit it. So you know. So the the entire thing as they're moving through it, and like everything is just blowing to sh- to shred or like to shit and shreds. Like everything's exploding. The orcs are crumping the humans, like tearing their limbs apart, and claws is out attacking stuff. And once they get into the major like battle, I suppose. Um, there's like, it's like a cargo hole. I think it's like a, or like an airlock or, um, not an airlock, like where they store planes and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you call that? Like the little landing pad inside the, the, the hangar, the hangar, the hangar. Yep. I was going to say air deck, but yeah, hangar, hangar, definitely. <clears throat> and, um, uh, Claus has his three like mega knobs with him, which these, those big, like heavily armored orcs full of guns all over their body and just whirling energy packs on their back as his like little kind of retinue he's rolling with. And as they're moving in to start uh, running through and trying to get through the Humies, you know, good old Fingwit has a little, little prayer to Gork and Mork. Um, Little, little prayer that nothing would shoot him. Yeah. A little prayer that nothing would shoot him, that no one would shoot him. And he says, it's not like I'm asking for no one to get shot. That wouldn't be right. And I know neither of you would stand for it. I'm just saying that there's others what would like to uh, to get better than I would. Those mega boys, for example, they like getting shot because they can laugh when it bounces off. And the gets what shot him gets scared. Proper orc prayer. Proper. No, it's just, it's like, you know, I like to be like, it's we'll okay for fight. people to get shot. Just not, not me. That's not, not me. Come on. Them, yeah, them boys like to get shot more. I'm not asking too much here. <laughs> so the big turning point of this battle was when Fingwit sees a big red barrel on the other side of the room and shoots it twice, and it goes up in a gigantic boom, blowing humans all across the way and some orcs along with them. Mm. And Claws turns around and gets really goddamn mad at him that he just did that. Really? And so... Oh, oh yeah, because Grot's having having fun, ain't right? That's oh, true, true. That's true. Grot's your little ser- servants. How dare how dare you kill Steel? How dare yeah. you? Yeah, how dare, how dare you do you? any of the kind of thing like that? So he starts getting chased by claws around the way until they go through <laughs> until he starts running away from him. He goes through a doorway and the doorway opens and a whole bunch of humies are there and they're all like, oh, oh, oh and they all start reaching for their las guns. And Claus runs right past Fin uh, Finwit, momentarily distracted by his rage to settle it with the Laz fire coming out on him. And so apparently he had wired in like a bane button on his chest that gives him full of like special toxins that makes his eyes bulge, and he starts running at them. Oh, and kill- he got that venom. He got that venom. He got that venom in a venom. Let's He's gonna go, go get him. <laughs> that venom gotta go get him. So as they're uh, as he's going through all the humies and stuff, murdering and stabbing them, the grots kind of jump in there and help out a little bit, start stabbing them in the back and biting them. Because mm-hmm. grots, grots are actually do. like like grots are like three feet tall, but they're kind of wide, and they're not. Well, they're not they're like, savages, right? Like I mean, like you said, they're like biting and tearing and clawing, and they're nuisances. Oh, they're like goblins. Like goblins will will gladly kill a human one v one if they can get the chance. You know, mm-hmm. like they're they're a, bit, they're a bit strong. Yeah, but they're still just little gobbos. You know, they yeah you know, just kick them aside or something. But you know, they got sharp teeth. And anyway, after the fight, 
uh, one of the grots goes to um, Claus and says, you got some stabbers stuck in your boss? And he looks down. There's a bunch of knives stuck in his legs and back and chest. Oh, yeah, a couple. Just a few. Did they, 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 they just ransack all those humans? Oh, yeah. Claus just kills all of them. Just just oh. slaughters them. <laughs> well, that's true. He's got the venom. So he and the claws. Goes, yes, also the claws. But he got the venom, so he's he's probably going to proper just blender some humans. So he's like, Claus like, nah, leave them in. They're plugging the holes, ain't they? If you take them out, then blood will get out. And I ain't no pain boy, but I know your blood's meant to be on the inside. Kind of like the fuel in a buggy. Only blood blows up less. (laughs) God, God bless the orcs. God bless the orcs. uh, They eventually go to an elevator. And um, they talk about it's like they got a lift dropper. And they think that the lift dropper is like a vehicle they're going to steal. And he's like, nah, Claus grunting. Humi lifts don't work like that. He's like, then so they, they literally just, just like punch the elevator button and it goes ping and it shows up. And one of the one of the grots named Swick was like, oh, what, do, what are all these buttons for? And Claus oh. yells, don't push them all. But he was too late as Flish had already <laughs> gleefully mashed his hand into the panel, causing half a dozen of the buttons to light up. Oh man! <laughs> and so, just like a little child. So he grabs this grot flish eventually, <clears throat> ready to like, like if you want to push all the buttons, you can push them with your face. As he was about to like slam him into the control panel. Um, oh, he doesn't. No, because the door opens and a bunch of human captains are on the other side. Oh, and well. so instead he grabs flish and throws him into the human. <laughs> Like a bowling ball. Yeah, I think he like hits a, him in the face and like kills him. Jesus. I mean, yeah, that it tracks for orcs. Check. Angry, throw grot, kill human, check, check, check. Flish flew through the air and collided with the face of the closest Humi, whose look of utter bafflement in the moment before it was nearly <laughs> decapitated by a ballistic grot was one of the funniest things Finwit had ever seen in his life. The Humi went down like a drug squigoth, and if it had been alone, that would have been the end to it, other than the knife across its unresisting throat. Sheesh. And so as they moved on through, the rest of them just started attacking. Um, good old uh, Claus comes up and starts slaughtering some humans, and then the rest of the grots start pouncing on other humans, biting their gun hands and stabbing them in the legs and then stabbing them in the throats. Okay, so proper, proper orc crumpin. Proper orc crumpin. Proper. And uh, and once they were all done, all the grots were, for the most part, in one piece. Oh, wow, well, that's unfortunate. However, Claus is like, Zoggin get got me in the head, he slurred, as a gigantic knife protruded from his forehead. Oh... The, uh, All right. The, it was a giant dead Humi sword with the blade broken halfway through the length, directly Jeez. through the skull of claws. Does, it, does he leave that in too? Because the blood needs to stay in. Does that just stay there as like a permanent like pseudo horn? Oh, he says, yeah, yeah. Just give me a minute. I just gotta work out how me legs work first. Bloody <laughs> things ain't paying attention to me. 
So he's uh, he's for the most part paralyzed. Yeah, I imagine he would be because he's got uh, he's got daggers in his back, all in his legs, and he's got a sword. What like right in his forehead? Yeah, I imagine he'd be having some some issues, some difficulties walking, moving. Yeah, paralysis seems about right. And you know, big sword in head. Yeah, yeah. So he talks to Finglet and he's like. You tell him what tell him what to do to go on and start working on the guns without me, and if you don't get this done, the mech world's going to be real angry. And if he comes looking for me over it, then I'm going to make sure he rips your little zogged arms off before he gets to me. You got that? Mm. And then he's like, "Good, yes, boss. Thanks, boss. Real motivating. <laughs> like, good. That's what I thought. That's what I thought too. Well, what are you waiting for? Get moving. And then he immediately falls back and dies." Oh, just he just flat out dies right then and there. Yeah, he's like, what are you waiting for? Get moving. His eyes roll back in the back of his head and he falls and thuds. Damn. I mean, a part of me thought he was going to survive this whole thing with all those crazy wounds and just be some sort of like crazy orc war hero story thing. I was expecting him to just, you know, glaze over and just (laughs) after giving the order. Nope. Now we're on the grants. Now, Fingwit is the de facto, not de facto, but the current leading boss of the group as they're <laughs> making their way over to uh, to get to all of the various Humi guns on the ship. Okay. And as they're running through all kinds of crazy stuff, as the orcs arrive and the humans arrive and they're running through all the firepower and choppas and sluggas, et cetera, et cetera, they, uh, they're doing classic. It's like actually a couple of Star Wars jokes in here. They run through the door and shoot the panel. And one of those like boring uh, conversation anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, all right, all right, I get it. <laughs> I see, I see. Yep. Okay. He's like, well, he's like, well, a lot of their conversations kind of go like this. It's like, like I don't want to go through that. We didn't go this far just to give into panic. Get through the door. It's like, but there might be humies on the other side. Well, there's definitely humies coming up, and they've definitely <laughs> got guns. <laughs> They, they they do an ambush against the Humies where they roll a big like red barrel and then blow it up on their faces and set them alight and stab them to death and just kinds of kind of like it's kind of like the Goonies a little bit. I know. mean, they kind of have like, to be right because they they're just they're just little they're just little guys. They're they're little just, guys. They're just little guys going up against uh, humans with big humans with guns and they're just little guys. Just little little grots. They're just little grots. Just, just little, little gits. Just little gits. <coughs> just little gits. Yeah, <coughs> uh, we saw that. <coughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, so they have to like be trickery and do all that funny goony stuff to get by and get to the guns. It's some blood axe thinking, but you know how it is. Oh, they're grots. Who cares? Yeah, um, but it's it's mainly like child, uh, like like um, or kid think. You know, like jump on from a high, wahoo, like throw barrels and, and hit people like home alone traps, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's basically the Grotz mental capacity, right? Is that of probably a small child? So, yeah. I mean, it, it fits that that's what they're doing. Uh, I will say afterwards, they start um, having to run through between humans and orc firefights as they just have to run between them from area to area from the makeshift Ooh. barriers on both sides. Yep. And, and they're probably not safe from either one because orcs, uh, orcs love shooting grots too. So do humans. So that's, that's, that's a, that's a dangerous crossfire to be running through for a little grot. 
Yeah, uh, it said uh, in this, it said being the focus of the Yumi's attention in general was not the problem. The problem was that it was increasingly hard to find the part of the ship that was not being contested in a bloody battle between two sides who might have a preference for killing the enemy actively trying to kill them. But we're totally unconcerned if they happen to hit a grot in the process. The Yumi's <laughs> viewed the fingers as lesser targets, but still worthwhile ones. The orcs would happily shoot a grot if it got out of the way of their next shot or if they thought it would be funny. Yeah, orcs orcs might be more of a threat to the Grotz, right? <laughs> Just because they think it'd be more funny to shoot it. Uh, so they didn't really have an option besides running between the crossfire of the two sides. Mm-hmm. And so he basically, they, they ran screaming, firing their weapons wildly through this area as the shot narrowly missed Fingwit's head just, just barely before they piled into the other door. All right, close shave. Cool, 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 cool. However, it exploded to his left and and it killed one of the grots. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor little grot. Just blew his head off. <laughs> but hey, good for good for Fingwit, though. Good for him. He's still, our main character is still good. One of the little nothing grots gets absolutely turned into paste. Whatever. I totally forgot about the grot bomb. Oh, yeah, the the one where they... There was one in Speed Freak where you can actually, like, the, he's riding, like, a bomb. Yeah, the can, Grot like, Missile. you can, like, direct it. Yeah, those are so much fun. The the, the Grot Missile always knows where it is. <laughs> um, But the orcs. next thing to do, they orcs. ran through the next group of, um, of humies and orcs fighting. And this time, another one got their head blown off. Of course. Which, of course. which in Fingwood's opinion, probably served him right for not taking better care of it. <laughs> for not taking better care of his head yeah yeah so one of the grots was like such a waste i can't go back and grab his loot can i i'd lose my head too it's just gonna lie there unappreciated and abandoned i really wanted some of that stuff and that kid didn't even have the decency to die where i could nick it from him <laughs> i love orcs I love that the, the the first concern isn't like, oh, my buddy, my, my grot in arms has passed away and I'm so sad about it. No, it's like, damn, can't loot his corpse. So they, um, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> every, uh, after that, they have a bit of a struggle for power. Fingwit and another guy named Radic have like a bit of a, no, I'm the boss now. Your ideas are crap. Two of us died. Mm-hmm. Um, so they decided to go up into the vent instead. Um, that's sus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were on the same. We were on yeah, the same page. Someone had to say it. Someone had to go there. Uh, they decided to go up in the vent in STEM uh, and crawl through the vents for the time being. But the way they get up there is pretty funny. One of the servitors got destroyed, like its mental capacity got screwed up, mm-hmm. and so uh, it wouldn't do anything or register them. But if they pushed it, it would like rebalance itself. So they just, they just kept shoving it underneath the vent until they got close to it, and, and then they climbed the servitor to get inside. <laughs> I mean, okay. That's pretty smart for a grot, though. For a bunch of grots, that's that's some high-level critical thinking. Yeah. Uh, so eventually, they after crawling through a certain amount, they, got, they go out of the grate. They kick one of the other grots down the grate so he falls through it to see if anyone's there. <laughs> Because, of course, they do. <laughs> of course they do. What else are you going to use as bait? And good old uh, Finwick actually finds it's all dead people. It's like an entire corridor of just dead orcs and dead Yumis. Ooh. And Finwick finds himself a shooter. 
an orc oh. shooter, about as heavy as he is. Let's go. What is a shooter exactly? Is it just a big gun? Or is it like, is there like a specific orc gun that is classified as a shooter? So you can't really call it a specific gun classified as a shooter because all kinds of orc stuff is. Uh, yeah, is- it's just all. Crazy just stuff. Fandangled together just out of scrap metal and heaps of whatever's lying around. So it's just big scrap gun, basically. Uh it's it's like the human it's like the, the orc version of a bolter for the most part. Okay. Um other than that, though, uh, yeah, it's it's a gigantic ballistic weapon. They're like they're all improvised. They got all kinds of weirdness to it. Yeah, well, because it's orcs, that's kind of their thing. So I wasn't sure if there was like a specific one or like a specific way that they do shooters. Because you always hear about shooter, shooter this and that, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know no, no, like nothing a- is specific with orcs. Yeah, it's all built last <laughs> that's Thursday. <true. laughs> yeah. So Fair it's enough. always it's always hard to tell. Um, but an orc arrives. Oh, 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 that's bad for them. Yep. And it's extremely oh bad. An orc yep. shows an orc shows up and is like, what is Zogadek is going on here? As he starts running through and yelling at all the grots. And all the other grots, because they're little bitches, go and follow the orc and get in line, but not Fingwit, no Siree. He does the thing he's the best at. Run away. <laughs> of course, of course. He yeah, runs. I imagine a, an orc would not be too happy to see a grot with a shooter either. No. Because the orc would probably want that shooter for himself and be very insulted that this little bitty grot has this big gun. The orc uh, raised his slugger at Fingwin and said, Now I'm going to count to free. There won't be any more counting after that because I don't know any more numbers. If you little gits ain't standing next to me by the time I reach free, I start shooting. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, smart orc all the way to three. So but, um, he uh, was able to actually run away. One of the slugger shots hit a control panel. The door closed and he was on the other side. Oh, stroke of luck for the little grot. Okay. And this is... Uh, this is the where the part gets kind of funny because now Fingwood's by himself. He's all mad, right? Like, I can't believe all those other grots would just go to that orc like it was nothing. You know, like all this time underneath the Claw's banner, underneath the Mech Lord's banner. Now, what's the big idea anyway? Knocking us around because you're bigger. You know, we mm-hmm. fix stuff. We carry stuff. Why don't you just do it yourselves? And then For he, all like, we've been through. He covers his mouth because he was scared someone would hear him. <laughs> but no one ever heard him, so he just started giggling and laughing and tap dancing on an orc body. Wow. Okay. Just he danced little... the length of it with glee. Okay. Good. Good for him, I guess. He's no, he's basically yeah. like, I've I, I'm I'm by myself. I'm finally alone. I'm doing my own thing. I'm able to uh, uh, I'm able to no longer be held down by the orcs. Okay, so, so so he doesn't have to go on this mission to take over the human guns anymore because he's basically defected and he's just going to go do whatever the he wants to do. I mean, basically, this is kind of where the whole the the Gabo's revenge goes. There's a there's oh. a story. There's a story of the Grotz called um, the Red Gabo, which is basically like the Grot Revolution. It oh. is it is full stop 
the glory, the red gobbo. Sorry. Yeah. The red gobbo is full stop. Like the grots will rise up against the orc uh, oppressors head of the Gretchen revolutionary committee. Oh, it's, I, <laughs> it's literally, it's, I think shy was like, it's literally Lenin, isn't it? Like, isn't it just literally Lenin grot? Sounds that way. Sure. But I, I, I don't know, man. I don't think the grots have much of a chance against the orcs. Like I don't, I don't see a grot revolution doing too well. Oh, that's the, uh, that's the whole point is that <laughs> be, being able to ever since then, this is the idea. It's the legend of the red gobbo uh, is the the legend of, of this, uh, person that will help remove the orcs from, un, uh, oh, on top of the, uh, oh my God, that mini is so good. Oh my God. I, he even has the communist star and everything. He does. Wow. That is, that's pretty on the nose. Oh, dude, it's so much worse in this game. Oh, a game. Sorry, book. Yeah, yeah. Really? It's oh, he, the, he, literally says, he literally says in orc speak, the glorious revolution. Oh, oh, that's literally verbatim what he says. Oh, yeah. Ah, I see. Okay. <laughs> of course, the Christmas version, too, because, you know. Oh, because naturally we have to, you know. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, no, the yeah. the uh, the glorious revolution, the the glorious grot, is uh, is a whole other is a whole other thing. But it's entirely full stop communist grot. That's why it's <laughs> the red gobbo. He literally gets a star, the red communist star, and puts it on his chest. Oh boy! Okay. For the next like five pages, he has an argument with himself about like his inner mind. Oh, and he's like, eh, it would like. He's, he's saying, you know, you couldn't just get rid of the orcs because Gork and Mork's boys are going to take over the galaxy one day. We're making a fair job at the moment, you know? All the other gits, the Yumis, the pointy ears, the tin heads, even those blue fish boys with their fancy <laughs> guns were playing catch up in a race they'd never have hope of winning. But that doesn't mean the orcs got to be pushing down the grots, you know? They are, he's this part where he's like, uh, what do I want to do? I mean, I thought we were going to take the guns and blow up some human ships. It's like, you can, you don't have to do uh, to not do something fun just because an orc told you to do it. But if they tells you to do something you don't want to, then maybe you don't have to. It's like, oh. this is getting more and more complicated. Finnwood told himself, <laughs> are you sure you're definitely me? Of course I'm sure. How many fingers am I holding up? Finnwood looked down at his hand. Two. There you go, Dan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. The, the, I mean, God, I. Orcs. <laughs> how how do you describe orcs, right? They're, 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 they're crazy. I love them. He's got a great idea. So um, he looked down at a puddle of blood, saw his own face, and he was thinking about the idea of like, the red gobbo is just a legend. You know, he's not real. And there's no, there's no glorious revolution. What presides over a land of fairness and equal opportunity for the Gretchen cast? Uh, Shai said the red gobbo's melee weapon is called the icon of the revolution. Yup. God. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. They're not even trying to be subtle about it. No, and I don't think they should. I, I, the more, the more it's, it's obvious, the more I like it. 
because oh, well, he says uh, the there is no glorious revolution what presides over a land of fairness and equal opportunity for the Gretchen cast. And his mind says, first of all, you don't know that because you ain't been everywhere. Second, if there ain't, then how did a legend start? And second plus one, if there ain't, <laughs> then maybe there should be. And second plus one. <laughs> because orcs can count to three, but Gretchen can count to two. I I mean I I I love the inner monologue, but something about the end and second plus one is it tickles me pink. How stupid and amusing orcs are. So he eventually makes himself his red gobbo outfit. He he tailors himself a big old red suit with sleeves and everything. Grabs some goggles, gets a star on his chest, and immediately goes out to confront the orc with his friends. Oh. He, ra- he goes to the orc and said, Zagnab orc, let my, and the orc immediately shoots at him. Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't last long, does he? This is this is not going to end well for this very, um, uh, what, delusional grot. That's the word, delusional. It doesn't, it can't end well for him. He's, uh, he's got a, um, he's got a classic you and who's wah. Thing, and he says, I ain't a runty grot. I'm the red gobbo, and I don't need a wall when I got the glorious revolution. And uh-huh. then real quickly, a little bit quicker than the orc, he unloads his shooter directly into the orc and peppers him up the chest to the face and blows out his entire rib cage and face apart. Oh, snap. So he he succeeds? He, he kills, kills the orc? He kills the orc. Because a shooter, oh. see, orcs were tough. They could take a hit that would kill a Humi outright, get back up, club or whatever, I hit him, and have a laugh about it afterwards. But orcs didn't just fight the rest of the galaxy. They mainly fought each other. And an, a proper uh. orc weapon wasn't a proper orc weapon unless it was killing enough to uh, dispatch another orc. Aha, uh-huh. so the shooter was the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And grots are often better shots than orcs are. Oh, is that true? Yep. They actually, because they kind of give a shit a bit more. Orcs just are, are liking feeling the recoil in their hands. Oh, that's Grot's true. Orcs like, are just like, daka, 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 daka. Who cares where I'm aiming? Just shoot all the daka. Yep. That's pretty much exactly how it was. Oh, okay. And since this little grot probably cared more than the average grot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, little revolutionary. So after killing the orc... He's uh, our new man. The Red Gobbo leads his grot group all the way to the bridge where it seems that everyone is dead. Orcs and humans are all dead. Oh, like the entire boarding party of the ship seems to have died. And so have all the humans outside of like four people and servitors on the bridge. Okay. Okay. So they all just murdered each other and everybody's just kind of dead? Everyone's dead. The human is on the calm and and he says, everyone on this throne damn ship dead? Even the servitors? (laughs) All right. That's that's crazy that they all just killed each other in in the crossfire. Everybody's just dead except for like four people. And so therefore, the grots... Uh, yank out a bunch of wires on the door of the bridge, enter the room, 
and fight the captain. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. He, he ran out of ammunition with his shooter and they had a they had a goddamn draw. Him and the captain both reached for their pistols at the same time and both pulled it out, the little uh, grot blaster and the Laz pistol. And the grot blaster shot hit the captain square in the forehead when the last pistol blew a hole in the ear of our red Gabo and he oh, survived. Man. So again, Gabos have pretty good aim. They do. That's, a, that's a, that sounds like a clean headshot. That, hey, hey, it's the red Gabo. That's the red. That's clean headshot. And the dumb Humey only, you know, pierced his ear a little bit. No, it blew a hole in his ear. But yeah, <laughs> ah, it's yeah. You put, you put a gauge in there. You're fine. Yeah, he's good. But damn, nice shooting, Tex. Though I must admit, after the after the other Grotz kill the other remaining bridge crew, like the other three random humans, mm-hmm. um, there's a great part. It's like the revolution was not without its own casualty. And one of the guys says, don't think he's going to make it, boss, Swick said sadly, staring down at the decapitated body of Grubba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's like, but I got to get what did it. That's a good thing, Wit said solemnly. It's what he would have wanted. Barely mm-hmm. sure what he would have wanted was to not get his head cut off. <laughs> like, and that is not an unreasonable point. But given that his head was cut off, I reckon what he would have wanted was for you to get to get what did it. <laughs> I, I, boy, I, okay. This, this book, from the sounds of it, is just reinforcing why everybody loves orcs. It is very funny. And um, the end of the book is simple. He takes the chair. They start pushing a bunch of buttons. They There's a, an unshielded Humi ship that they shoot with torpedoes and blow up. <laughs> All right. All and right. then before the end of the, of the, before the beginning of the big mech wall, they drive the Humi ship full speed ahead in between all the other Humi ships and just unload as many big red buttons as they could firing <laughs> guns on guns on guns through the entire thing, confusing the Humis and letting the mech Lord's fleet rise up and kill the rest of them. So they just push all the big red buttons they can find and hopefully just pray for the best. And it and, works. And it works it because it works. they renamed the ship Dagabo's Revenge. Oh, Hence boy. the name of the book. Hence the name of the book. So henceforth, are, are they still part of Demek Lord's army? Is, 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 is this like what, what, what happens with them now? They, they, yeah, they kind of just got picked up and got sent back to the Mech Lord's army for the most part. They're just, okay. they're just back to being normal grots again, but it's more like the mental thing. Yeah. Where like, yeah, the right Gabo is real and, and soon there will, the revolution will take full hold and all the grots <laughs> will rise up. But for now we bide our time for the revolution. For the revolution. Oh and, God. And the book ends with, and just remember, the Red Gobbo could be anywhere. He could be anyone. He could be you. <laughs> you spelt Y-O-O. Of course, of course. I mean, you know, any anybody could take the mantle of the Red, uh, you know, of the Red Gobbo, really. Yeah. Just gotta, just gotta really find could. a grot that's brave enough to do it. It, it could be good anyone. Luck. 
good. I, I'm I'm not a um I'm not as good on my history as some others are. Uh, yeah, with the understanding like because I know there's like 40 million um, communist revolution jokes in this book. There's so many. <laughs> Um, it's like, it's ridiculous how much of it was going on, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it really just is the story of a couple grots that rose up, took over a human ship, blasted other human ships and kind of won a space battle for an orc war boss for the wow. revolution. Uh, yes. I will say I was looking at this cause I was kind of curious. There's an old orc cinematic for Battlefleet Gothic. I mm-hmm. timestamped this. They referenced the Red Gobbo in there. Oh. I never even noticed this before, but you could see there's the Gretchens with the big red star. Oh, yeah, and the big red star. Yep. So there's a there's a nice little reference there. Yeah. I never noticed. There you go. I mean, this is my first time hearing about the Red Gobbo, so, I mean, cool. The, um, the Red Gobbo has a little excerpt of Brutal Cunning, uh, or the Gobbo's Revenge has a little excerpt of Brutal Cunning at the end of the book. But it's um mm-hmm. it's a quick hundred page read. I have not done it justice. Uh, for those of you listening, if it's like eight bucks, you could get the Kindle version for that. I would actually really recommend it because the humor in the writing is as good, if not better, than the dialogue itself. Ooh, um, okay. I I find like a lot of the fun, the 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 humor of it comes from how it's written, not the things I've said. Right. It's right. it's just, really good. Just trying to write like orc speak and like that weird orc Neanderthal mentality is kind of where the humor comes from. Pretty pretty much, and also just how he talks, mm-hmm. uh, just just how it's written. Um, yeah. It's it's very very good. I I think it's it's one of the better quick reads. It's very funny, and it's just it, it lets you understand orcs very uh, very well. Yeah, are there? Any other instances of a Gabo being like, oh, yeah, I'm the red Gabo now. I'm, de- I'm going to like the revolution in it. I'm definitely consider other red Gabos. It, it's a it's a legend. It's like uh, people, sure. you know, they might assume that like, well, if it's a legend, it had to be from somewhere. So I'll take up the mantle and lead a revolution. Ooh, let me actually grab a l- let me let me grab an orc quote from. Uh, from the book, and you can read that as as our oh, outro. Yeah, I figured at some point you were gonna have me read something in Orion. All right, go oh, ahead, wow. read all read that. that. Holy read. snikes! I mean, you don't you don't got to read it like all perfectly in Orc, but I think it's I think if you want to read it, it's pretty funny. <clears throat> all right, all right, keep up, or you'll have one less foot to wait. Keep up, or you'll have one less foot to go sticking in things. The Big Mac growled and thing went hurry to obey. He could hear the thump and crump and talk of explosions and gunfire coming from ahead of him now. And while those were not normally sounds towards which he would hurry, given Orc's tendencies to use grots as bullet shields and his own decidedly inactive inadequate firepower if he had to enter such a battle then there was no better way to do it than behind three mega knobs also he wanted to keep both his feet when you were a mech's assistant you might have a better chance than an average grot of receiving a prosthetic leg even one more advanced than a simple wooden peg 
But there was absolutely no guarantee that this wasn't going to be an experimental contraption that could maim you in some other interesting way. Mechs sometimes like to test their ideas for such things before they risk fitting them to powerful individuals like knobs. And Grotz was perfect candidates. Tazag Rocketfoot could have told anyone that, had his replacement leg not got propelled him into the side of a gargant with lethal force. I just love the idea that the grot got a, a rocket leg and it flew into a gargant and killed him. A gargant at lethal, yep. All right, oh, good enough. Yeah. We'll end it. Bye. Yeah.